0: Pastor Josh and Pastor Matt, and the sound you just heard was Vale in her bed crying, which we're going to drown out with our voices because we can.
1: So, uh, how's it going? Oh, it's going very well, thank you. Yeah? Yeah. I love it. All right, we have our skinny white... Um like what is that fake snow Christmas tree up already?
0: Yeah, I call it the Quebec tree.
1: <laughs> it does. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It does look like the if you're from Quebec, you're gonna think that's hilarious and true. Yeah. And if you're not from Quebec, right over your head.
0: You know exactly what I'm what we're talking about. Yeah, it's absolutely. like oh, it's white. It's got or it's a, it's a tree with extra deep frosting on the top. A hundred percent. It's yeah. tall, it's got lights on it, it's got a red uh I don't know what that is. A red beaded thing, okay. and you feel like when you walk in, you can hear Oh, viens, on va avoir un <laughs> bon temps ensemble. Ouais. Joyeux Noël. Uh, joyeux Noël, on va le Oh mon Dieu. <laughs> <laughs> c'est, t- c'est bon de te voir, vois là. Je t'aime beaucoup. Um, but that's not what's happening. Why today. did
1: you throw the uh, I like you a lot at the end there? Mm. Je t'aime beaucoup. Yeah. Parce que je t'aime.
0: Mathieu. Oh, merci beaucoup. <laughs> oh, c'est pas de problème. <laughs> OK, j'aime <laughs> bien. Je t'aime
1: beaucoup. J'aime bien être oh, avec oh, toi. Oh, wow. merci. <laughs>
0: et oui, oh la 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 la. la, la. Mon doux. <laughs> and then you just go into cursing. Like that's yeah. what,
1: that's,
0: right. that's all you do. What uh, a start. What, what a start
1: to the podcast.
0: Start. Well, uh, you know, I, I missed you last week. I was in Vegas, uh, you know, being boring. So it's great. Mm-hmm. What <laughs> but, happened in Vegas? uh, literally nothing. Oh, okay. Like literally, uh, everyone was like, Oh Vegas, this is going to get nuts. I thought I might get nuts too. But, um, you, you know, me and the folks on my team, we were in bed by
1: 10 yeah, <laughs> every night. So you old man Vegas really? Uh, yeah, but yeah. it was good.
0: Yeah. And we good. went to the world finals of bull riding, which was out of control actually.
1: Right. No, no doubt. Like, PBR,
0: right? Yeah. But remember like Jurassic park when, um, Uh, Not the movie, but when the Raptors were in the finals. Mm -hmm. And outside of uh, the ACC, it's like just people. Crazy. Yeah, Yeah. sure. It was like that. Right. But for bull riding. It's a big deal. (laughs) I've never seen so many Trump supporters in my life. Right. No masks. It was insane. Right. I felt weird. Anyway, uh, see how I did that? Political statement and statement overall. And yep. bringing it back. And bringing it back. Wow, so nice. anyway, it was good, but I'm glad I'm back, and I'm glad you had a good time with Tegan last week. So that's that's good. Yeah. But uh, we're in a brand new series. Yes. And um, I'm really excited about this. We both had, um, you know, just a meltdown mentally like complete brain fart yeah on sunday we couldn't remember the second word of this but yeah. consumer uh consumer consumer or contributor or contributor yeah.
1: yeah 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 we we messed that up and um you know when you're kind of coming up with fresh new ideas and new series and names and things that rhyme and things that make you yeah. know people happy it sometimes you you, you know you, you you miss out. You miss, you miss what you were saying. <laughs> You're supposed a human being. You're, you forget things.
0: Yeah. Uh weeks get busy, gets nuts, and we're not here to be polished. We're here to be prophetic. What? I don't know. Oh I just okay. said it. wow. I was going with Ps we went yeah. con- okay. contributor. But
1: like it's interesting that prophetic was the thing that like the second P you came with. Shannana. Okay. Shamala okay. hamala. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>
0: So talk to us about the uh, the idea behind this and kind of the start of it so that uh, yeah, we can so, get a good idea of it.
1: So the, the idea of the whole series is based on, you know, we've come out of maybe years mm. of entertaining the masses. Um, the world entertains us, right? We're always right. surrounded by TV. We're surrounded by music and Instagram and social media and people are, you know, you go to a... a a restaurant and it's now this big entertainment. And I think the mm-hmm. church has kind of crept into that um, to, to a very large part. And then what's happened is that we have now become consumers mm. of the gospel. We've, we've, we've become consumers of church. Um, and we've, we've kind of started to forget and push away the idea of contributing, contributing to the community, contributing right. to the faith, to the gospel, contributing to our neighbors and mm-hmm. all those kind of things and so we just kind of hit the very beginning of this idea of are you a consumer mm-hmm. do you come to church to get spiritually horizontally liberated <laughs> right yeah um, or are you a person who comes to church to be fed to then go around and, and give? And I think the the premise that we made, the point that we made from the beginning was that we're all consumers. Mm-hmm. Like let's let's just be honest. Yeah, we're, we're all consumers. We all have I to like what take, I like. Right, right. And we have to take in yeah something to give that thing out. Sure. And we're consumers because we like what we like. We like the church. Maybe we like the style. Maybe there's a a kids ministry that really. Strikes the chords and pomps and maybe the worship team's really good. Yeah. But I think the point that we were making was when does consumerism trump contribution? Right. On the Uber negative. And I think the the point we made was when consumerism starts to take over, that's when you find that people complain, mm-hmm. they criticize, mm-hmm. they critique they're disgruntled, yeah. they're unhappy. Um, well, I didn't like this today. Oh, the pastor spoke too long. Oh, the, I didn't really like the worship songs. Um, you know, pastor or, or worship person or um, person doing the announcements wasn't wearing what I liked. Or, you know, you just start to criticize. Yeah, And it's kind of the same thing we do when we are a consumer. You go to a movie. Right. Eh, I didn't love it. I didn't love that movie. I didn't, you know, the new, um, the new series, uh, the new season of um, Yellowstone came out. Oh. Uh, Have you watched the show?
0: I've watched a few, but. Okay. So
1: do you like it? Um,
0: I I honestly don't have enough. I'm not deep into it enough to to like it or not, but, but I assume I would
1: probably like it. Right. So we love it. Okay. Okay. And yet, I I've read online some people hate it. Some yep. people can't bring. Uh, I think the radio guys um, in Saskatoon today were talking about how they they're just not there. They don't love it. They like watched it. The yeah. And um, oh. they didn't they didn't love it. it. And I think we're allowed those opinions. Yeah. We're allowed those things when when it comes to consuming things, movies, media, m- media yeah. whatever it is, right? Yeah, yeah. Food. I'm I'm allowed to choose my favorite food. Yeah. You know, I don't like this. I like this. But I think now we've become a church to some degree that now picks and choose what we even like from the Bible. Yeah. From the gospel. Yeah. From our pastors. Um, And so that's kind of the premise of this series.
0: Yeah. So this past weekend, you actually chose—I I, thought—a really good portion of scripture uh, around the rich young ruler. And uh, tell Alyssa why, why, why that one? Because there's there's a ton of them you could have gone to. Sure, but that that one was uh, was pretty was was pretty special.
1: So. Yeah. Well, I think you know the first natural instinct when you hear—if you don't know the story—there there's this man. He goes to Jesus. He says, "Hey, what do I need to do to get to heaven? What you know? What do I need to have mm-hmm. to do to do eternal life?" And Jesus says, "Well, you need to follow." And then he kind of lists out the last five commandments, really. Right. And this rich young man, this kind of probably this Jewish synagogue type of guy, was like, "Well, I've been doing that since birth." Right. And Jesus says, "Oh, okay. Well, then what you need to do, um, if you're doing, if you're already doing that, you know, yeah. if you've already got that thing sorted, um, sell everything and give it to the poor, and then come and follow me." Right. And it was interesting that the Bible says that this man got sad and walked away. Right? Yeah. Like, wah, wah, wah. And and obviously, the, the first reaction to this um, story is is about money. Mm-hmm. And, and it, it is actually about money. Like, he's literally he's talking He's rich. He's yeah. money. Sell the thing closest to your heart and the thing that you have the most value yeah. in and come follow me. But really, if you look deeper into the text... It really is talking about just that, the thing closest to your heart. Yep. What is God asking you to give up? What is God asking you? And in this case, it was greed or pride, Mm -hmm. you know, because let's be honest. Oh, I've been following those things since I was born. Eh, Come on. Like, you've probably screwed up. Like, you're not faultless, okay? Oh, yeah and and so we take this passage and we we look at that this this rich young ruler god asked him to give up the thing closest to him the thing that he was um holding on to and then he's like oh, you know god i'll give you everything but just not that yeah right i've uh, given everything i've i've given everything but that yeah. and and it's the you know i was thinking about it more it's like it's the the 5% that God's really after, mm. right? And so we talked about how, you know, people go to church, checkmark. They read their Bible, checkmark. Yep. And they listen to Christian music. Oh, That's sh- a big checkmark. Checkmark. Maybe they've done their Beth Moore study, hmm. their John Maxwell financial training. Yep. They've done all those things and they're check marks and the check marks. And God's like, God's like, that's awesome. Thank you. Uh, what are you doing with your neighbor? Yeah. What, what are you, well, well, what are you doing with your coworkers? Well, God, I mean, like I'm, I'm going to church and I'm, and it's this idea that we consume all these things, right? We, we go to church, we, we follow the rules where I'm a good Christian and then, it's like, when is the last time you yeah. ever had an opportunity to share any portion of your spiritual journey, your spiritual walk with anybody? Yeah. And you decided not to. So here's here's the question though.
0: He thought that he nailed it. Right? He he I've, thought I'm I, I'm the I've been perfect, doing this.
1: I'm the I've got this
0: thing sorted. I've been doing this since I was a kid. Yeah. Okay. Is that not an ecosystem issue then? And what, what I mean by that is you're literally talking about an ecosystem or a place where that kind of thought is allowed to grow right. and breed. And like Jesus is basically, and this is what I found interesting about the text is, yeah, okay, fine. You think in this ecosystem that you're the man and Jesus takes takes a step out of that and says like yeah but over here the this is this is really the space that I'm talking about like you need to take care of your entirety of your heart not just right the things that the this system has said yes that's good right. and
1: we've talked about that before in, in series past where we're we think we're a big fish in a very small pond. Mm-hmm. In, in you know, we can get other Christians to pat us on the back. Yep. We can we can show up and look pretty, we can do all those things. But when your neighbor doesn't know your name, Same when shape. your coworkers think you have a bad attitude, mm-hmm. when you're not walking around with any joy or any peace or anything like that, Jesus is like, that's that that's the venue I care about. That that it's great that you Worship me nice on Sunday, but if you live like hell the rest of the week, what's the point? Yeah, and I'm not saying that that people are doing that intentionally,
0: but I but I'm saying that Jesus, you can go to church on Sunday, live really right, quote unquote, and still not actually know God or be in this space where he's
1: like, I really love what you're doing with your life. Yeah. My, I think my, my dad used to say, you're so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. Yeah. Right? Where, yes, you can know God. Sure. I, I'm 100%. You can you can love Jesus. You can know God. But you could be completely useless for him. Yes. Because you have the knowledge. You have the understanding. Yeah. You're, but you're not putting anything into practice. Totally. You're not putting... Uh, feet to your faith. And and I'm not saying go on the corner and preach on a soapbox, but what I am saying is that we all have this 5%. I believe that something something there's something there's a five percent where god's like that's what i want you to give and we you know it could be money it you know people love jesus and we love the church and we want everything from the church but we don't want to tithe to the church yeah because that hurts and that's kind of what this is about the rich young ruler is like hey like okay if you want you want all these things you know tithe like do you, yeah. you do you really love your neighbor because right.
0: give it away to the poor like sure. that's what i said you or, yeah.
1: or or you know there's a sin in your life and god's like okay that's great that you you're doing all these things and i this is gonna sound condescending but it's not like i applaud that mm-hmm. thank you but i care about this you know it's 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 almost like you know that um that saying where people say you know blah 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 But yeah, and then everything before the but seems completely useless because anything after that is like, oh, okay, you know, I've always caught caught myself now saying things like however instead of but henceforth or henceforth, right? Yeah, um, and I think that's kind of what we do with God is we we say all these things, blah blah blah, I do this, I do this, I do this, I will do anything for love, (laughs) but I won't do that. Right. And that's what we, we meet love God. Oh, come on. Come on. We meet love to God. We, you just meet love to God. We you, we meet love God.
0: So, so what I think is interesting about the conversation is that, um, like if you go read the book of revelation and, and like, so there's, I know Baron's like Re- revelation. I'm going to read that tonight. <laughs> yep. Uh, there's, there's this portion of scripture in the start of it where Jesus is talking to the seven churches. Now, they're not literally seven churches they're physical areas within the geographical area of that time yes but all of them have different themes all so the idea of seven in the in the book of revelation is around complete so what we're talking about is the complete church and these are profiles of different kinds of churches that ultimately not only span that time sp- that that time sp- space span whatever you want to call it but now it's a universal truth about the church. And here are seven profiles. Mm -hmm. Some do really well at this. Some really do well, you know, whatever. And I think what's super interesting about it is what you just said is, Oh, um, you know, you're doing these things that are good, but here are the things that are bad and you need to take care of that where it's good. He, he acknowledges it where it's bad. He's like, no, work on that. And, We have this thing in our head with God, I think, where ultimately we only want to hear the good and that's, that's consumerism. Mm -hmm. I want to hear what is good to my ears. I don't want you to go into the things that I need to work on because that's work. And I want you to tell me how good I'm doing as an individual person or as a church or whatever it is, however you want to expand that out. So I think that ultimately is the thing that kills people in their spirituality is this idea of I'm ready to listen to God as long as he tells me the things that I like.
1: Right. I want to feel warm and fuzzy when I walk away. We, we love talking about God's grace, yeah. God's mercy, God's love, God's joy. We don't want to hear sermons about money. We don't want to hear sermons about God's wrath or yep. God's anger, like uh, God's vengeance, or.
0: Yep. But even there, you were like anger. Oh, I don't want to go into anger. Yeah, but like, but
1: the thing is, he flipped some tables, yo. Jesus flipped tables. He was angry. <laughs> are we? Are we in a notorious big? <laughs> seriously, I don't know what happened. Whoa! Wow. Um. But but yeah, and and it's right. It, you're right, and so it it becomes this. We become so consumer driven mm-hmm. that it affects how we can contribute. I, and I think I said this on Sunday. I, I watched this round table of actors and it was Tom Hanks who said mm-hmm. that at some point recently, I don't know, last five to 10 sure. years, we have gone from respecting, honoring, uh, thinking the best of people yeah. or, or at least the positive side of stuff of people to um, and giving them the benefit of the doubt kind of stuff, mm-hmm. a lot of grace, you know, that kind of thing, to being cynical, yeah, critical, um, challenging, yeah, um, all these things. And I think that is because we've become we've become consumers uh, of everything. And um we now in a point, we're now in a point where. Feed me, you know, we're me monsters. I've talked about yeah, it a million, a million times. times. We are me monsters. Feed me, feed me, give me. I want, I want this, I want that. And it totally takes away from giving back to the community, uh, your your local community, your local church community, the people around you. When people, you know, when people are hurting, you hurt with them. No, what ends up happening, I, I've, I've heard it said once before that the church is the only institution that kills its wounded, Yeah. right? Where instead of h- pulling a brother or sister up out of the muck and out of the mire, w- we just bury them in it. Um, the mire. The mire. My yeah. Thank you. Um, a- and I think that become that's based on consumerism, yeah. Not um, contributing, and and you're seeing it with people. Not wanting to volunteer. Not that not that volunteering is is the be all and end all, but like when 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 you do a worship night, you can get hundreds of people. Yeah. When you do a local serve your community, like give something to the homeless yeah. or to the poor, three percent, a percent, half a percent of your congregation. So your people show up.
0: So I'm I'm going to give you some things that people have said to me. Okay, and th- I think that's a nice part about you know being two pastors and you know. M- hearing it. So people will say things like it's not my passion. <laughs> is that good enough?
1: Are you asking me? Yeah. No.
0: Okay. Um I don't feel God is telling me to do that at this time.
1: Love your neighbor, love God.
0: Okay. Egg, so so what are you saying that that that's good enough? As as a as a as a reason,
1: what what I don't feel passionate, or I don't, it's not the right timing for me to love it, my it's, neighbor. It's
0: not what I feel called to. Oh
1: yeah, no, it's horse crap. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you can edit that out if you need to. No,
0: I'm it's... good. It's horse poo poo. <laughs> um, yes, okay. Um, oh, you know, I just feel called to something different. See,
1: here's the thing. Christianity is not a. F- it's not a convenient thing. God right. God didn't call us to have a convenient faith. Nothing in the gospel says, hey, this is going to be super easy, super convenient. You're going to be passionate. You're going to be excited about every single thing that you do. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Jesus wasn't giddy to get on the cross. Right. And I'm pretty sure that there are times when even the disciples were crying and whining, and oh, we have to go pray again right. up on the hill for an hour. Oh, I'm not okay.
0: passionate about prayer. Okay. Like so. So let's let's play role play. Okay, oh, role play. Okay. okay. You're Jesus. Okay. I'm a church person. Yes. Okay. Or I'm a disciple. I'm a disciple. Am I a modern
1: day Jesus?
0: No, you're you're just Jesus, right? Okay. Like, so okay. I have to
1: speak nicely. Okay.
0: Well. Okay. Fine. So. Um. Okay. Cool. Hey, Jesus. I would, you know, I don't like the way my pastor speaks at all. He's horrible. She's horrible. Um, I'm going to go to a different church because of that.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: What do you think about that?
1: It's not about you. It's about me.
0: Okay. Um, what about, oh, <laughs> the kids program. My kids aren't learning anything about Jesus And I'm going to write a letter to the senior pastor about the kids pastor or the youth pastor or the young adult pastor or the whatever other (laughs) pastor there is, because I feel like the next generation isn't getting what they need. What do you think about that, Jesus? Right.
1: You're making it about you again.
0: Yeah. Can I
1: add something to that? Sure. Teach your own darn kids. Well, yeah, but but you are making it about you again. Yeah, true. You, you, you. True. Okay. Um, Can I stop you? Okay. <laughs> you're making it about you. Every, <laughs> like everything you're about to say yeah. is a consumeristic mentality. Yeah. I don't. As soon as you say I, you've missed the point. You're missing the point. My, it's not about you. It's my a,
0: church doesn't do the mission things that I think that they should.
1: Love God, love people that covers a lot of mission statements. Yeah.
0: <laughs> it, so so we've had this conversation yeah, well, before. I knew with, we were going to go that, down this road. Well, because like, I, I know a few years ago, we, we were a part of changing, um, you know, a mission vision statement for a church. And um, I think the conversation around the table was like, we're literally like, is this like love God, love people, no matter how you splice it, like, or what you say about it it's literally all the same thing, different it's pile. The, like every church same, is going to have the same
1: thing. It's the same thing. It just worded. Some churches just word it really nicely yeah. and better. <laughs> but like, that's the point. Like w- we're missing the contribution side because we've gone into the consumer. Well, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't like serving popcorn. Like we at South Point do a, a yearly yeah, movie, movie, movie night in the park, yeah. you know, hundreds and hundreds and it's hundreds not, of people coming. calling. Yeah, you're called to love God and love people. Yeah, your Bible says to go into all the world.
0: Yeah, like including your own backyard.
1: Including your backyard doesn't mean Mexico missions trip. It just means anywhere that you can serve and contribute.
0: And, and so to be very clear, though, I think when people think this way, we, like you said, and this is consumer, so we can only do those things when it's tied to a church program.
1: Right, because there was a generation of people that relied on the pastor yeah. to set everything up, to set up the serve opportunity, to set up the missions trip, to set up the uh, the the charitable donation thing, to right. set up you know whatever we could do. And if, if the pastor wasn't doing it, then we are not doing it on the regular on our daily lives. And the point is, of, of it all, is that if we turn from consumeristic Christians to contributing Christians. Yeah, It's a daily life thing where I am invested in what I receive throughout the week, whether it's through listening to Christian music or listening to, to reading my Bible or listening to podcasts or listening to the preacher on a Sunday, all of those things matter in a consuming thing. As long as we're turning around and, pushing it back out somehow, some way in our daily life.
0: And I will say that the reason why we've gotten to this point is because pastors need job security. Uh, You know, and and I'll say that. Not that job security is bad, but the issue is what is the role of the local church pastor? And Ephesians 4 is very clear about it, right? Like what is the role of, um, you know, these five leadership gifts that God's given to the church? You you know, people can go read it later on and tell me I'm crazy, but it's there. Two things: one, to actually equip the church with what they need for the mission of the church. I think equip the saints, Josh. Where I NIV, apologize. NIV, please, I apologize, and to help the church come to maturity. Yes, that's literally the job description. So, doing events and coming up with cute things to say, and making sure that everyone's got what they need, it is. Not necessarily, many times, actually people falling into the category, especially church leaders, of what they need to be giving to the local church. And so it's like a parent, right? Like, And I'm not saying that pastors are parents, but what I'm saying is when somebody, a parent, who is supposed to bring people to maturity and equip your kids with what they need so they can go out and be independent human beings, those parents turn around and give their kids everything they want, do everything for them, what kind of child do you think is going to be produced out of that uh,
1: and really what 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 do you expect right like exactly. are you expecting this self mature uh self independent self growth self you know that that this child can do that and it really is the same for the church and and you're right let's be honest it- my my, you know, people would say that it does revolve around money, and if you keep enough people sure. happy, they'll pay the bills. You'll you'll have enough things going, and if you stir the stir the nest, the roost, the rock the boat a little too much, <laughs> um, people, you know, they're afraid. Totally, and and that that's the modern version of what churches become. Exactly, right? that's not what you know. Like Paul was a tent maker, and he was, sure. you know going around preaching on weekends, you know, you, you currently work in the, in, at a, a tech company here you're in the, city. the world. I was going to say yeah. of the world. I like it. Thanks. <laughs> That's so um, funny. and you, you know, and, and you're pastoring on, on, on the side. Totally. As it were.
0: But Paul also says, if somebody is uh, helping you to achieve these two things, pay them their due.
1: Oh, absolutely! Like take care,
0: take care of people, of leaders. So, so that's where I think sometimes we get into this space where it's only one way or no way. Right.
1: And what we've come to do is, well, we pay the pastor.
0: It's so their job. So let him do it.
1: Yeah. Or her do it. Like let let we pay them. So why would I want to get my friend saved when it should be their job? Like I've had people tell me that. One hundred percent. Right. It's it's your job to get my friend saved. Um. No, it's not. No, it's not. Um. But that's where we're. That's kind of, again, back to the main pref- the main point here is that that becomes consumerism. Oh, yeah. I paid to go to that movie. Yeah. I paid at that restaurant. So I get what I want. And yeah. if I don't get what I want, I'm going to... Take
0: know, my money. So I'm going to vote with my paycheck. <coughs> and that's where I think we can kind of tie it all together yeah. is are, if you're listening, are you... Right now, if you're very honest about it, when we don't do something you like or um, something's not happening like you think it should.
1: If you don't like this podcast so if you far.
0: Yeah, which is fine. Um, is your first thing that you think about is, mm, maybe this is not the place for me. And your money comes into question, your, uh, you know, whether your attending comes into question. Is that your first reaction? If that is, I'll probably say that you're in a state of consumerism. But if your reaction is, hmm, how can I not just consume, but how can I give? Like, what could I do? Then I think you're on the track where you're already there, where you want to be a contributor and you want to help. So a big part of it is, if that's you, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, you need to come talk to us. A big part of our role as pastors is to help you really figure out what God is asking you to do. And how can we support you and care for you in the middle of that? I think there's something great there and how you can do that. Not only whether it's at South point, but how can we help and equip you and give you what you need to be able to turn around and do that where you really feel
1: led in the middle
0: of your life too. Yeah. I think that's and super important. I
1: think like and there's a distinguishing factor there. The, that that might be a passion, like you were just yeah. saying, something you're called, you feel called to do to serve sure. in, in a greater context. But we're all called oh, yeah. to love our neighbor, totally love our coworker, share grace, share mercy, uh, show love, show yep. all those things to the people around us. And if you're doing that, you're contributing
0: and that's what i'm saying right like i i think sometimes and maybe i said it the wrong way was it comes off as like, you want to go to Mexico on a mission and this is your time. Like, yeah, and, we, that, and that's right? valuable. And, we can do that. And, and that's valuable. What I meant was exactly what you said. Right. In your daily life, as you do things on a regular basis, maybe you're like, ah, I, I really feel like I should be doing these things or I should be, you know, contributing this way at my work or doing that kind of stuff.
1: Like, and you need ideas, you need ways to help Come talk to we'll us. We'll equip you, we'll do what we can. Absolutely.
0: Sure. And, yep. and I think that's the thing is we go so far into... It's got to be five steps removed. Like I'm talking about like in your parenting, I'm talking about like marriage wise. I'm talking about like um, just being a good friend. Like how, how do you do those things? And that's the stuff we're around here for. If you want us to help you plan an event to, you know, fundraise to go into sub Saharan Africa to go fight gun runners. um, I'll show up, but you're going to do the planning. It's not our job to do everything for you but we're happy to support and to figure out how we can equip you with what you need to be able to be as effective as you can be in the places God's put you in. Does
1: that make sense? Gun runners. <laughs> wow. Know, just... you, you went deep there. Well, because you always, I bless the rains. Down <laughs> in Toto. Um,
0: because what, and you've experienced this as a pastor too, people come to you all the time. And they're like, I have an idea. Oh, oh they have
1: brilliant. We should be uh, doing this. We we should dot, dot, dot. And then they look at you and go, so make that happen. Uh, yeah.
0: And my, like probably five years in, seven years in, I'm lying, 10 years in, uh, <laughs> because I didn't have the gumption to say anything prior uh, until 10 years in, like I, then I started to say things like, oh, well, that's a. That's a decent idea. I think that's great. Yeah, if you
1: really feel that strongly about it,
0: you should do it.
1: Yeah. It's amazing how quickly after that, you should do it, that that dream dies.
0: I want to run a financial seminar because I want to help people with their finances. You know, we should be doing that. Okay, well, you should do it. Oh, okay, yeah, I'm going to put it together. Okay, great. Two weeks later, nothing. Yeah. You know, so so that's where I think it has to move beyond just talk there has to be some kind of
1: action yeah and again it doesn't have to be anything big it could just be a a perspective shift in your life totally from consumer to contributor it can be a an attitude change it can be an action change where you're like okay i'm intentionally back to our previous series yeah i'm intentionally going to work on this or do this and not be a consumer but be a contributor totally attitude
0: life whatever it is we just you know just know you got some people to, to jump some stuff off of and we're here for you and we love you. And you know, we can all be better.